0: Steve here welcome to real health oh my goodness real health what what are you talking about micronutrients for real health is about eating rights and um, exercising and uh, having a general practitioner check up and get surgery and get liposuction (laughs) Uh, oh dear um yes micronutrients is where this shtick is what I advocate here and um Yes, uh this isn't a polished production, it's very low quality, as I've was shocked by uh in a recent rehear. Uh not, not a rehear, but I heard myself and the quality is shot. Oh my goodness, but that's all you're getting for now, because uh there isn't much uh, following. If there's much more of a following, I will up my um, quality, but not today. Oh, you've clicked on it. Um Brilliant, but stupid. I'm not sure exactly what the um, the title of today is, but that's where it's at. Um, I've had another particular episode, uh, The Smartest Guys in the Room, something like that uh, in, in prior episodes. But uh, this is a, like a rehash, um, a rejig, a re, uh, let's visit, this super sort of theme again. Um, we have very smart, scientific, health oriented people out there. And they're still going to die in their 70s, 80s. Yes, we may get some in their 90s and even fewer as a centenarian. Um, I've put out a challenge in recent sort of times where, you know, show me a doctor that's lived more than a hundred and you get a hundred bucks and, uh, sure enough, there's a, there's a vegan doctor that lived to 103 or four and, uh, well, he wasn't vegan, he wasn't vegan at all. Um, even in a Wikipedia, Wikipedia entry of this particular doctor, uh, he ate fish and, yeah, so game over on the vegan part. Yes, there there is a doctor. He was a doctor. But um, let's qualify more that uh, there won't be any more doctors, like especially doctors which have been qualified since, since the 70s, 80s, that sort of thing. There won't be any doctors that, uh, unless they do what I do. So that's where the $100 bet will go down, will actually fail, where um, unless they... Um, do the whole Keto 44, what I advocate here. Uh, That's the only chance where a doctor may get to be a centenarian. But anyway, uh, many are health guru. Um, They advocate being vegan. Um, There's fruitivores out there. There's all these different particular diets. I've done whole shows in particular diet. Perils, if you look up peril, My title list. There'll be, I don't know, three or four at least um, discussions on diet. But uh, today, some more emphasis, some more content on those brilliant, smart people which uh, advocate whole foods and about the paleo crowd and the carnivore crowd, and yeah, I've done the whole. Peril on those diets too, and uh, I won't go through the whole keto fo- keto forty four um, fully today, uh, and I probably won't do. I'm just going to direct you, direct uh, listeners to uh, up to say episode one sixty five. It's got different versions of uh, what I advocate in my health approach, my diet approach. Uh, I won't be going down that track. Apart from uh, from time to time, steering people to suggesting having a look, having a look at my website, my uh, service offering, my concierge health advisor service, which is very expensive for few and many, but there's also the free option of wading through the quagmire of all the information that uh, that I do provide. It's not really um, egghead, um, you know, scientific uh, in the weeds type information, but. Um, it's it's the sort of information which is try this, go on faith, and uh, that's all I got to offer. I've, I've tried to go down the weeds part, the weeds path, in uh, giving research, uh, going into uh, the biology, the microbiology of it all, and nah, um, it's a lot of effort for very little uh, <laughs> biofeedback, and. Uh, my, even though it's a crappy talent that I have, the other talents are in, uh, look, just try it before you poo-poo it, and let's compare notes in 30 years and see how we go. So that's all I got. So, yes, continuing on, the the smartest people, the brilliant people which are dumb in health, we could probably extend that to other uh, fields of study with um, engineering, mechanics, and physics, chemistry, yada, yada. To indicate that uh, there's all these brilliant people like Stephen Hawking, uh, brilliant uh, theoretical physicists and um, Einstein, and yes, we get it, we get it, but we're still dying in our 70s, 80s, whatever the case is. Yes, very few are in there. Uh, Our 100-plus, like, um, I'm just trying to think of a... A very smart, high IQ, high-profile person, which has which has lived a uh, hundred plus. None are smashing me in the face, hitting me in the head right now. But uh, that's one indication as a for a start, right? Um, certainly, no real health guru has uh, has got there yet. The closest person, I guess, um, in the smarts department, is which is down my alley of um, people I subscribe to, like particularly their ideas, is down the philosophy path, is um, uh, Leonard Peikoff uh, an objectivist. He's approaching 90. So that's uh, one of those... Smart people which uh which are quite senior in their years and still very compmentius they 're not demented oh, that sort of thing i'm not sure what um, um Leonard pickoff looks like right now but uh yeah at least he's complimentmentius and he's still able to hold his own with thought with the smart part um, he he subscribes to Here's a Freudian thing. Um, one of my ideas of doing the whole concierge health advisor service that I have going at the moment is um, Leonard Peacock's uh, ability to have a a concierge health, uh, concierge doctor um, at his service sort of thing. So, yeah, anyway. Um, that's a bit of a throwback. I, I thought about that probably 10 years ago. So... Uh, that's an indication. Not many brilliant people are out there which are uh, living into their ultra um, senior years with any productivity in regard to um, you know, new content in their particular fields of study, particularly with health. You know, we've got, um, you know, popular uh, health advocates like uh, one that comes to mind is Dr. Gundry. He's the whole, you know, belly fat and whole foods guy. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's showing signs of advanced ageing. He, he's 70 plus. I'm not sure how plus of 70 he is, but um, that's just one uh, another indication of um, a health... Guru that's living um well. Uh he's productive in his uh health pursuits, uh advocacy. Uh some some scientists of note. Uh is not Linus Pauling? Is he doing okay? Um uh another that comes to mind. Watson and Crick, the, the, the two chaps that uh that discovered the the architecture, the, um, how a gene looks. The physicality of a gene. Um, Watson, I'm not sure, the, he's been ostracized due to um, his thoughts on, uh, guys, I'm not sure if we're applying genes as we should. Genes in the whole um, genetic therapy will get us to live 200 years that sort of thing. So he perfumed that. And as a result of saying, ah, genes, genes, gene therapy isn't going to advance our health. Uh, as a result, he got pretty much doxed and ghosted and all that sort of thing. So he's on the outer. You may as well be dead uh, when you get you know, doxed and uh, uh, ghosted. I like to, <laughs> uh, because of my light following, uh, i like to suggest that I'm being ghosted, but yeah, that's more more so I'm a crappy marketer. I produce crappy content, and that's why I don't have much of a uh, following um, at the moment. So that's that. Um, I I didn't end up with the list before I started recording today. I'm just going to rely on memories, um, how to bring up gurus and uh, their contribution to our health, our longevity. And uh, the only longevity contributor, which is probably doing okay, compared to all the all the other health advocates out there is uh, Dr. Joel Wallach, and he's the whole, um, using air, air quotes on a voice recording, uh, Joel Wallach, he, he uh, guru-wise, uh, he's the longevity guy. And what I advocate with uh, my micronutrients supplying That's who I suggest uh, to get your micronutrients from. Uh, Longevity understands the whole micronutrients realm. And uh, I subscribe to uh, how uh, Dr. Joel Wallach um, markets, um, promotes uh, health through micronutrients. So I've got him to thank uh, for this. He's got, uh, in my thoughts, flaws. Um, of course, you know, he can poo-poo my poo-pooing, but, yeah, he's got some uh, issues, but, out of, out of the whole idea of, um, how gurus do, in their health, uh, he's doing, very, very well. He's compus mentis, he's, uh, looking okay for, approaching, mid-80s. Very, very, Functional working, 12 hours plus a day. Um, if you consider you know, doing Zooms for many hours a day and uh, doing radio shows and appearances and lectures and all that sort of thing, um, if you consider that work, it's not hard labour work, but it's still considered work. And um, if you're still productive in your mid-80s, um, hey, come on. That's doing very well so that's one tick of gurus out there which i give a tick for <laughs> so that's one positive um a biased positive but you know even acknowledging suggesting that uh, there should be a question mark even though i subscribe to uh his methodology anyway so, if I, if I was a bit more active, um, if I was doing a live stream and I've got 100 listeners, maybe others would um, suggest names, but I think the listener may understand, may know what I'm getting at, even resonating with some people, like uh, we've got, you know, exercises and bodybuilders and marathoners that die in their 30s, 40s, 50s sort of thing, you know, sports people insurance companies know that uh, pro sports people don't outlive a normal sedentary smoking, couch sitting, cheeto eating, Netflix watching Westerner. And their actuarial tables um, suggest, prove that. And the health, the uh, rather the life insurance premiums of elite athletes suggests such. And uh, some of the reasoning, which would be, uh, which would counter the, oh, the expensive life insurance of an athlete, oh, they're high risk and all that um, because of their, you know, the skiers, oh, the triathletes, the, you know, they'll get knocked off their bikes and run over by trucks and that sort of thing. No, no, no. Um, Athletes' exercises have a propensity to also die on the young side because uh, many, an episode is a highlight of this, but I'll just quickly mention it here, is that. When you exercise, uh, you're losing some of the micronutrients that you should be absorbing in your cells and it just gets lost through your sweat. And bingo, bongo, you end up um, micronutrient deficient more likely than um, just a sedentary person on a fair diet. A sedentary person, that uh, especially uh, the supplements, even more so, um, the people that don't eat gluten, oils, sugars and nitrates, nitrates, uh, the first four of the 44, what I advocate here, um, a sedentary person on that sort of diet would uh, easily, easily uh, outlive by decades a uh, a gym goer and a, an elite athlete that carbo loads and, and the like, that's for sure. Um have a look around. Your MD, your general practitioner, um, your nurse practitioner, your nurse that comes to do your stitches and give you a jab. See how they live. See what their physiques are like. See how they're aging. And let's make uh, some correlations there as well, shall we? Anyway, anyway. So, Um, what else? Uh, who else should I suggest? Uh, academics, scientific academics. Um, some that come to mind, like, uh, you know, biology theorists, uh, Brett Weinstein, which I subscribe to. Um, he's ageing disgracefully. Uh, he, he, you know, his wife as well, uh, Heather Haying. Um... They do advocate exercise and all that sort of thing, but it's not really doing them that much good, yeah. um, even though they're very, very intelligent, good contributors to science uh, type personalities. So um, more examples, uh, we've got people like um, that I also subscribe to, uh, as in consume their content and. Um, like some of their outlooks on the world in health and everything else Um, Stephen Molyneux uh, Nassim Taleb there's uh, Eric Weinstein there's um, uh, lots of others Um, how about some billionaires uh, we got got uh, Elon Musk uh, aging averagely. Um, Bezos works out a lot. Looking okay. The baldness. pattern baldness. That I- indicates uh, tin deficiency, but anyway. Um, you do know the billionaire's average uh, age of a billionaire was clocked at 66, according to Forbes in 2012? That's probably improved by by now, but anyway, uh, that's one indication. Uh, even if you're a billionaire, you're not outliving a sedentary Westerner living to 77, or whatever the going rate is right now. I suggest if you think that the average human being um, is living 80, uh, just look around. Even if, if they are. Even if it's proven, uh, just look around and see how well people live to age 80. If you're if you're living to age 80 and you're demented, does that even count? Jesus. Um, is the listener getting it? Is the listener really, really uh, starting to think what's going on out there? Uh, does anyone uh, out there suggest, indicate, uh, think, that a lot of our understanding on health is stabbing in the dark. Maybe even I'm stabbing in the dark. But all I've got, let's let's uh, compare notes in twenty fifty. Pick a year, pick a time frame. Let's compare notes. That's all I've got. Um, we we could suggest that. Uh, you know, science, science is making us a little longer, but yeah, science was around in 1920s, right? Yes, we've uh, doubled our life expectancy since the 1920s, but you know, we haven't doubled it since 1850. Yeah, just uh, look, look at some of the personalities of ancient Greece, you know, see what ages they lived to. Yes, we had a lot of um, infant mortality at certain times, especially after... Uh, industrialization, um, you yeah, when we all flock to the cities and that sort of thing, that's gonna really increase infant mortality, which uh, decreased the life expectancy, right? One of the main drivers of um, life expectancy rising in the last century is reduction of infant mortality. And that comes down to uh, just emergency medicine. Yeah, there's a complication in the pregnancy, get the forceps out, they're knowing what to do a bit more now, and doesn't mean that it's uh, you know that that it's uh, still that there's still errors happening. Like there's stories of stillbirths and that sort of thing. How many times is there a stillbirth um, after forceps being used? There was an error, right? And yeah, there's some of the misfortunes out there, but there's accidents in um, emergency medicine as well. So um, I've even had uh, a formal prediction that uh, our life expectancies are going south. Let's compare notes in 2050, that uh, our life expectancy will be more south versus going north. Like even if you can't predict heads or tails, north, north or south, if you can't predict that, even in living longer or living less, uh, <laughs> We are totally stabbing in the dark with our health. So, I'm going to uh, leave it there on some of the thoughts on the smartest people in the room, the brilliant people which are dumb in health. They're dumb in health because even the, some very smart people out there with health are also battling the bulge, battling battling their uh, weight, their health. Oh, all of a sudden... I got palsy palsy this and such and such uh I uh, autoimmune that and chronic this and that just uh indicates micronutrient deficiencies, people. Yes, yes, yes. So I wish I had more names to uh throw out there. Um before I sign off I was going to uh think if any slap me in the head. Um right now, but no, I've mentioned uh, enough names out there, enough um, thoughts on brilliant people not living long. And uh, yeah, just uh, making the listener think a bit more about how to go about their own health. So in a nutshell, diet and exercise, a century long failed theory. Don't pursue that because you've got then a propensity to uh, not live longer at all. Maybe some will live longer, but not by decades, (laughs) maybe by months or years, uh, you know, a few years. But you've also got a propensity to die younger. Heart attack. (laughs) Yeah. Aneurysm. Oh, Oh, it's the stress. It was the, uh, you know, had a heart attack and then got hit by a bus. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, um, don't exercise. Well, you can. You can be an athlete. I've got thoughts of being an athlete, uh, being a a world hundred meter champion at the age of seventy, while while everyone starts dying. You know, because I'm not fast. <laughs> um, and yeah, so even though I advocate not exercising, uh yeah, I'll, I'll probably do a few runs, this and that, but you know, I'll just take a few percent more. Uh, micronutrients, and I'll be right. Uh, I probably won't have to take uh, much, if, uh, depending on how much I do, how much activity I do, I do, I do, I do, do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just one of my own grandiose thoughts out there. Um, how about I take my uh, advocacy of the whole Keto 44 into the performance realm, even though I advocate against working out and restricting diet. No, um, yeah, Um, it works in the lab, it works short and intermediate term that you restrict uh, calories and you increase workload. But downstream, that's why we have that statistic of high 90s percent in five years of all those diets fail. It's because uh, we just can't do it. We go into this nutrient deficiency uh, condition called pica and then we have to pig out it um, after a few weeks oh, I'm just after a snack, uh, you got pica. Uh, you start hoeing into pizza or junk food or cakes, whatever, after a few days of or, or fasting and that sort of thing, that's just pica. If you got cravings, you feel like Thai tonight or Indian or junk food or something salty or fried, uh, you got pica and that's uh, nutrient deficiencies when you have cravings. Um, the new cravings is the old world hunger sort of thing. Um, it's not about calories anymore, it's pica. Um, it's a little bit complex. Yes, we, uh, we had less propensity of uh, nutrient deficiencies in the past. We still had them because uh, minerals occur in different veins around the planet and you know, different blue zones around the world. You, you know, twenty uh, out of the 20 declared blue zones in the world, 19 of those are in developing or developed uh, third world countries, Yeah, third world areas. Where they barely have uh, water, running water, and you know, infrastructure. Uh, the only first world or Western type blue zone is a uh, like a uh, supposed cult or a, uh, I think it's a seven day Adventist um, community where they advocate for I think they take a, a longevity. I, I I don't I don't even know, but uh, that's just one thought on that. Where you know they're clocking ninety in their average life expectancy and they're not really, they're not even totally uh, compliant. Um, all they advocate is uh, you know, taking longevity, but you, know, you need to back that up with uh, uh, digestion uh, and absorption with uh, this particular diet uh, that you need to, well, not a particular diet, just the idea of um, ceasing Uh, gluten, oils, sugars, and nitrates, nitrites, and um, you'll absorb more of the micronutrients. So that's all that comes down to. That's being more compliant. But, you know, usually uh, even with that particular example, that, um, you know, with the seven-day adventists, question mark, um, many, many of those uh, people would not be uh, compliant. So anyway... That's it for today's thoughts, uh, concept challenges, and uh, challenges in itself like let's compare nation 30 years. That's all I got, and signing off, bye-bye. Yay! Yay.